0: They're gonna put me in the movies, they're gonna make the big star out of me, we'll make the film about a man that's sad and lonely, and all I gotta do is act naturally. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Talk Hard, presented by Walk Softly Films. Uh... Guys, we're going to get into some, uh, some of our, one of our topics tonight is going to be some of uh, w- who we deem the most talented Kentuckians in all of Hollywood. So I'm going to introduce you all today with some funny places that we can all go visit sometime <laughs> in Kentucky. So uh, first off, from right here in Danville, Kentucky... Big Beaver Lick, Todd Sheen. <laughs> is that true? There's one of those. Big Beaver Lick, man. I, uh... What do you think? I completely agree with that. All right. <laughs> and, uh... And all the way from Frankfurt is, uh... Scott Booger Branch Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wow. we got some great places here. I'm just glad I didn't get the other famous lick. No, I'm not gonna. It's too obvious. Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, the one who's doing all the talking so far—that's me, old Black Bottom, Alan Martin,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Booger Branch,
0: Black Booger Branch, Big Beaver
1: Lick, and Black Bottom. A lot of bees. Yeah. Um, as as yeah. and as good as the Kentucky places are, the Tennessee might be the the all time world leader yeah. in in. Funny places that I've noticed driving through, but yeah, can you think of any right off? No, of course not. But yeah. there, there's a lot of there's a whole lot of like stinky possum roads and stinking stinkiness yeah. and st- a lot of stinkies. <laughs> yeah, there's and, a stinking stinking creek or something yeah, uh-huh. when yeah. you're going you go down there. Yeah. yeah, um, but for anybody who doesn't live in Kentucky, as I'm sure there are tons of you that are listening. Uh, oh yeah absolutely that, yeah that that don't live here um but we uh, i didn't know about big beaver creek but big bone i mean big big beaver lick big, lick. big yeah. beaver lick i didn't know about that one but th- the one that's very famous is big bone lick here yeah. and so uh, to, the fact that we've got both is just mind-blowing yeah it's awesome
0: well so congratulations Kentucky. <laughs>
1: that's
0: true that's true that, um it is so guys, I had uh let's make it about me for a minute if you want to. <laughs> I had a pretty incredible weekend this weekend. Um if you've listened to any of our podcasts, you've probably heard me mention uh Adam Carolla more than once. I actually got a chance to go see him do some stand-up comedy uh at Bogarts in Cincinnati this weekend. I've been looking forward to that quite a while because that dude is very fan-friendly. Um and he did a uh, meet and greet before the show at, at, a, at a Jungle Gyms up there in Fairfield. And then, so I got to go shake his hand there and then watch him do some stand up comedy. Uh, then he stays after the show and, and does a meet and greet after the show with everybody who came. So I got to shake the man's hand twice in one <laughs> night. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, he, is, he is an incredibly funny uh, guy, and a lot of his stuff is just sort of off the cuff. Um, he, he prides himself on not preparing and it's kind of incredible what he does. It was my second favorite event I've ever been to, uh. um, in my entire life. It ranks number two on a, on a, on a weekend getaway. Um, so I will reveal my first one. Uh, my first favorite event of all time also happened this year. So it's been a good year for me, but, uh, WrestleMania, in Dallas, Texas, where we broke the attendance record. I got to go down there to, to Jerry's Palace and watch that, and it was a childhood dream come true to get to go attend a WrestleMania, something that I can I got to check off the bucket list from the time I've been, you know, seven years old and started watching Hulk Hogan and the boys. And
1: so what was the attendance there? One hundred and twenty thousand so it, did that beat the uh, wrestle three wrestlemania 3? yeah
0: pontiac Silverdome was like 101 and oh, this wow one was like they were hoping for 130 and i think it was like 126 or something like that so, so um, since, yeah. since
1: we were kids we always knew that that wrestlemania 3 was the gigantic you know and at, yeah uh, event and then it broke the indoor attendance record for any event and and they had the stupid little carts that drove wrestlers down to the ring yeah. it was <laughs> so huge yeah uh, absolutely yeah and that
0: was before that like we sat pretty high up but i've got i had the big you know the the big world famous 60 yard mm-hmm. uh plasma tv screen there that you can watch all the matches and stuff on and most people did but back then man they didn't have any of right that yeah stuff.
1: yeah you were you were, yeah
0: you were sitting up at the top and you had no idea you were just there like <laughs> yeah. you had no idea what was happening in that ring there's, so
1: yeah there's no way there's no way you could yeah. tell what was going on you could no. probably make Andre out, like at least be able to determine which one was which, maybe, but yeah, like the yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've got a question. What was the main event? Main event was Roman Reigns against Triple H for the belt. Was that the best match of the night?
0: Oh, no, not even <laughs> close. What
1: was the best? No, match? It, was,
0: it was kind of a terrible match, and it was kind of sad because I bet of if there was 120,000 people there, I bet 50,000 of them left when that match started. Yeah. Like nobody cared about that match. Um probably the best one was the um uh, th- there was a I think it was for the Intercontinental belt and it was like a six man ladder match. Mm. Um and, and it had like Kevin Owens and Zack Ryder and and Cesaro and mm. Sami Zayn and probably a bunch of other guys you all don't know who I'm talking about, but it was pretty good. Um and also the novelty of Shane McMahon fighting the Undertaker and he jumped off the top of the cell <laughs> was pretty insane. Yeah, that is insane when he has no
1: reason 40, to do that whatsoever. Forty five year old billionaire <laughs> jumping off a twenty foot structure for no reason. So do you think here's the here's the question I was leading to, do do you think that for kids that were maybe the same age now as we were when WrestleMania three hit, do you think this one will in their minds they'll think of wow you remember that you know match and there'll be anything that compares to like Hogan Andre or you know any moments like that no okay. i don't think so because you're it's so oversaturated right now yeah. like you can watch
0: raw and raw is just right. as good as a pay-per-view is and now with the WWE network being 10 bucks a month and you can watch all the pay-per-views and they've kicked the pay-per-views up from 12 a year to 19 a year so there's almost two every month like there's just as much chance you're going to see a good show on a Monday night or a Tuesday night as you are going to see on a pay-per-view. And they don't really take the pay-per-views as seriously as they did then. Man, back then to watch two big names, like we, all we had was superstars. Mm-hmm. Where you ha- where you watched Coco Beware beat up, you know, the Brooklyn Brawler. And that was like, <laughs> yeah. and that was a big match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Saturday morning. And, and now you're watching, you yeah. know, main event dudes wrestle each other every week. So, no, I don't think there'll ever be a time where it's as big as it was for us.
1: Todd, was there ever a small window in your life? I know you're not a wrestling guy, and I don't think you ever have been, but was there ever a window in your life where you were, like, into it and followed it at all? Had like, Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, actually, yeah. I used to remember. I remember watching Lance Russell on Saturday. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yes, sir. Saturday afternoons, I remember Tojo Yamamoto.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. The NWA, man. Yep. Uh, that, that
0: and there, oh, golly, there was some guy named and I probably only. I mean, I, I
1: the the Mongolian stomper, me. right? What was yep. that? The Mongolian stomper, uh, Bill Dundee.
0: Yeah, Bill Dundee. There was some guy named Ray Candy. <laughs> Ray Candy, I
1: remember
0: Ray Candy. <laughs> you remember Ray Candy? <laughs> yep. Yeah, like, wasn't he? Uh, didn't he like dress in like olive drab fatigues or something? Yep. Yep.
1: And, and me, absolutely, yeah. Let me tell you. The NWA broke my heart every single Saturday morning because uh, I wasn't into it yet. I hit my wrestling spell after that. And uh, every single Saturday morning, uh, you'd be in the middle of, uh, you'd be in the dead center of Saturday morning cartoons or near the end of it. And I'd been going strong all morning and pounding my donut holes and, and my strawberry milk. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> and, uh, and they would say, get ready for a new Episode of Richie Rich, and, oh. you know, after the after the one went off, and every for some reason every week I'm just hyped for it. Like, oh yeah, because because they've been showing you little bits maybe earlier in the in the morning about what was going to be what Richie was going to be up to, and like, oh here it comes, and then every single time, boom, boom, <laughs> with the trophy
0: spinning around. Bom. Yeah, slow motion
1: <laughs> shot, crappy shot of a yeah, where they bought like a, a a wrestling statue and uh, and they they slowly spun it around on like a, a lazy susan in front of yes, the camera.
0: Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that part. Yeah, there was nothing
1: I hated in life more than that intro. I just like, oh, I hated it so bad because <laughs> so they would preempt it. The local station would preempt the national cartoons. To show NWA, to show some Memphis wrestling. Oh man, I hated it. Uh, but lay, later got into it. But yeah, I, I've heard stats on Memphis wrestling, and Lawler said um, in their in their height, uh, they were. And I don't know if everybody listening knows how ratings and shares work. Um, w- one of them is uh, the number of how many households is watching TV. Period and the other is out of households that had that are watching tv how many of those are watching your your uh your show and i think that's the share out of the out of the households that are watching tv how many are watching that program and lawler said that in their height that they were getting over a 90 share in there's, there's no, no way in memphis in memphis they were getting over a 90 Holy share crap. <laughs>
0: I can't imagine anything captivating people that way in any community (laughs) ever again. (laughs) No, not ever
1: again. Never. Never. Yeah. Not with all the cable. My goodness. But
0: was uh, that in there? That was probably the Andy Kaufman
1: era. It was. It probably. You're right. You're right. It's probably because that was pretty hot. Like that was nationally
0: known. They were on Letterman and stuff.
1: Oh man. And and no, nobody Lawler's the king, as far as I'm concerned, of of selling it and selling a shoot and making you, like, believe, like, this oh, yeah. crap is real. Like, that the, the Lawler and Kaufman Letterman stuff, all three of those guys sold it. That was amazing. Did you see all yeah. that stuff, Todd?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It was pretty, like, didn't that I mean, that was, like, seemed legit, right? Because Lawler uh, yeah. just yeah. looked so, like, he hated that dude so much. And, yeah, and to bring it back around, like, and Lance Russell sold it. Yeah, Like, crazy.
0: Yeah. Like, Lance Russell was great. Oh, Lance was so good. Because uh, Andy, the whole angle was, Andy Kaufman was the, like, the intergender champion. Like, he would like to <laughs> yes. beat women in the
1: ring. <laughs> yeah, so good.
0: Yeah, and Lawler got tired of it. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the first match, Andy Kaufman had a strategy that he only let Lance Russell in on. And it was it was his windmill technique. <laughs> and he basically just stood in the middle of the ring and yeah. put his head down and started swinging his arms wildly, like in circles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember Lance Russell saying, there it is, folks. <laughs> he said he can do this for hours.
1: <laughs> See, that's the... It's so good. That's the genius of wrestling that we grew up with. Like yeah. that sense of humor <laughs> that, you know, yeah. they're playing it straight, but they know, and they had to have been getting a huge laugh of it about it behind the scenes. But yeah, I mean... Is, is that what wrestling's missing now? And I'm sorry to turn this into wrestling show, but like, do you think that's part of what it's missing now is just like that, you know, the moments like that and, and how sincerely they, they acted like it was, but yet the, the, the scenario was so goofball and over the top, but, you know, yeah. and yet they were treating it so, you know
0: yeah I do i think I think a lot of the guys just take themselves way too seriously now, and yeah. that's that's probably why guys like Kevin Owens are over right now is because they don't, and uh. you can tell the ones that do and the ones that don't um and I think it was hard once they went into the attitude era and then they realized this is this is getting
1: out of hand and mm. then they tried to bring it back. I think that that's a tough thing to recover from, yes, yeah. I miss the days of characters too, like strong mm-hmm. characters instead of just everybody is their own name. Like you know, yeah. give me the Mountie, give me a few of those guys, give me the right. Repo Man, the Repo <laughs> who Man who wants yeah. to just repossess your car and for yeah. some reason, and
0: and even dudes like Rick Martell came out as the model, yes, and the model spraying
1: his <laughs> spraying his perfume in people's faces. And stuff. <laughs> right, yeah, the the you know uh, the the barber. Uh, right, yeah, Brutus. Yep. Yeah beef beefcake, yeah. yeah, and and that you know, and always wanting to cut people's hair with garden shears and stuff, and
0: yeah, <laughs> and the boss man, big boss man, giving people a hard time, <laughs> yeah. Also, well, uh, hopefully, <laughs> this has jacked our our uh, wrestling audience way up. Oh, I hope so. That was the point, yeah, for me bringing that up. And <laughs> remembered um, when uh, Isaac Yankum came in as mm. Jerry Lawler's dentist, yes, <laughs> and his teeth were all jacked up. That was a great <laughs> one. oh goodness all right so i said that (laughs) to get to um (laughs) do you guys have like a favorite live event you've ever like what is your all uh paramount that the pinnacle of live events that you've been to todd you go oh wow um well you know the first um the first concert I really remember going to uh, was Steve Martin at Rupp Arena uh, in October of 1978. So I was 12. My uncle, um, my uncle took me because my my cousin uh, did something, <laughs> and and he took his ticket away and <laughs> gave it to me. And I remember That's him funny. saying. You get to go. Uh, wow! But Johnny Clay does That's not
1: hardcore, man. Yes,
0: sir. Um, <laughs> I don't remember ever having to pay for that. You know, later on from him, he never. I, I don't remember him ever saying anything or hitting me or anything. So <laughs> I think I think that that was good. It was a win-win because I, you know, I got to see it. Um, we ate it. At, I think we ate it. At king's table over in lexington which was like a medieval themed restaurant near southland drive mm. wow, uh, nice! yeah and then we and then we went to see steve martin concert now the only bad thing and i know From I've, king's table to king's tut that's right <laughs> and speaking of king's tut i know i've i know i've mentioned this to i think i've mentioned this in a story yeah but, i think so um like all sheen men that um, know that the end of something's coming, whether it's a movie or a live event, (laughs) the key is not to stay through (laughs) the end of the event, but to get out before anybody else does. Uh, Because of that, um, Steve Martin does his thank you, thank you very much, and walks off to loud applause. And my uncle's like, jabs me in the shoulder. He's like, let's go. (laughs) Threw, Threw his hands up like George Costanza and said, we're out. Out. and we and of course i had to follow him and so uh and we had lower arena seats it was pretty decent seats uh and so we're on our way out man and and then i get i get to school the next day and the kids are like man how's steve martin i was like well it was really good um and they're like uh, well did you do king tut i'm like no he didn't even do king tut and, and then somebody's like uh yeah a friend of mine went and he did it there at the very end i said well i left at the end there was no king tut and he's like oh well he went off stage and then came back <laughs> and that's how you were introduced to the encore yeah 12 years old and now i know what an encore is <laughs> so anyway uh what are you gonna do though i mean i, I got free tickets to see most of the concert so you yeah know. you can't and complain it was, it was a great show um yeah, you know, I was twelve years old, and yeah. Steve, Martin, Steve Martin walks out on stage and throws the bird up
1: <laughs> at nice. the
0: audience, and then and then lowers it. and He says, "Okay, one more time for the press," and he lifts it back up. <laughs> that was the beginning of the concert. So. <laughs>
1: oh, good stuff. Steve What's was Steve was on an episode of. Um... Comedians with cars, uh, getting coffee in this season, and it's it's oh, worth yeah. yeah it's worth watching for anybody that's a big Steve fan. It, they get into his stand up a little bit, and and you know Jerry asks him like do you you know do you ever want to do it like do you and he and he basically says no I could never go back to it and like it just wouldn't work now and and, I'll, and it's pretty interesting to you know it, and as as it always is it's a really good show and I, I love yeah. hearing like you know real pros talk about something they do that well together and kind of talk inside about it so. Yeah, it's on Crackle, right? That show. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's that's good.
0: that's one of those free things, right? It is
1: free. Yep. it's really good. Good stuff. You've
0: Gotta love that. You gotta love free anything.
1: All right, Scott, how about you? I've got. Let's see. I'm going to narrow it down to three things. Okay. You know, I don't do one. Uh, I can probably I can probably name make it down to one though. Uh, but. I don't do a lot of concerts like you, Alan. I don't do a ton, I, but if there's, I try to limit it just to the, the people that I've got to see. And, and, and those people that I, I do, I really want to see them before they're, before, you know, those chances go away. Cause they, you know, they won't, they're not going to do it forever. Not everybody's the Rolling Stones. Um, so you, you might
0: know. be out of luck with the crowded house, Scott.
1: Sorry. <laughs> so I saw you two, Uh, but I'm gonna, you know, I, I so that was a big deal at the time. Cause I was super into YouTube, but as of right now, I would say probably my favorite is, uh, Heim is in the running. I gotta be honest. I really, oh, enjoyed, wow. I really enjoyed that show. If you couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> but I'll go n- number one, I'll go. And there's another moment. Uh, I was in the, uh, before I get to number one, I was in at the New York comic con and s- my daughter and I, so Sophie and I are, are, we just go in this room to sit down and take a break, get off our feet And it's like it happened to be the room where like they would do stuff for like the kids that were there. And just kind of all, you know, all the time the room is rotating and different people are coming in and doing stuff. Well, as we're sitting there, some people, you know, leave. Another group comes in and starts setting stuff up, some boxes and they open, you know, and I'm not paying much attention, but, you know, they open this box and all of a sudden they pull out this plastic bag. And out of the plastic uh, plastic bag, they pull out Oscar the Grouch. And it's, you know, it is Oscar, the, you know, it's oh, wow. th- the real deal. And for like, I don't know, two and a half seconds, <laughs> like my brain just went to like five year old me. And like, yeah. I, I mean, I just can't a- explain like the, like I'd seen Elvis, like, you know, it's just r- like, yeah, <laughs> for the real deal to be just like r- right there, like five feet away from me as they pull him out of the bag. And I'm like, cause I had no idea it was coming. I think that was part of it. You know, I did just like, just happen to be sitting there. I didn't know it was like all of a sudden. I don't know what they're doing. And all of a sudden Oscar comes out of the bag. So I was just like, you know, just freaking out. (laughs) But like if Carol Spinney had been there, it might've been, it might've been a scene. Um, (laughs) Too much, too much, too much. Uh, But I'll go number one, I'll go Al Green. Um, Al Green. Yeah. He's on my list of like the absolute legends that I love, love, love and, and, and want to see if at all possible. So when he started touring again, that was a big deal. And he came to Danville Word mm. up to Danville. Uh, played at center, and I got tickets. Uh, somebody might have hooked me up with a ticket. I can't remember. Um, but, oh, it was fantastic. And a great show. And, man, he's still got it. He's still mm. got the pipes. How long ago was that? I want to say that was probably f- four years ago, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was absolutely great. And, uh, and, you know, probably – the only person, the only thing that I can think of now that I want to see that bad and and make sure I get to is is maybe Sturgill Simpson at this point.
0: So Sturgill yeah. Simpson would be fun, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And uh, and another guy that might
0: come up later in our discussion is another one that I would not mind seeing, but we'll get we'll get to him as as far as famous Kentuckians go. Um, one thing on Al Green, I did hear that he had no idea that he was in Danville, Kentucky when he. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that's right i think that yeah i think that was right yeah somebody
0: told me that he was out there and he said
1: uh-huh.
0: hey memphis you all are great or something I don't even yeah,
1: yeah i feel like it was at least in the state i want to th- i want to say like maybe wherever he flew into or or something or or where maybe where he'd been the last night i don't know but he, i think it was lexington or louisville he said for, <laughs> and he, ke- he kept saying it and then maybe somebody finally told him
0: hey al hey al there's a." There's a there's a problem with your delivery there.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Thank you Junction City.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, um so moving on a little bit, uh I have been looking forward to and and another thing that we've talked about on the podcast. I've been looking forward to the Magnificent 7 uh seeing that um, when it came out, and it came out this last weekend as we are recording this. Um, I was very high on it uh, from the trailers. Scott, not so high on it from the trailers. And I think that you at one point said you thought it would stink, then you reneged on that. And said, yeah. You know they it would stink, It's just not as good as it exactly could right. and should be. Yeah. Um, so we're going to play the game that we played with Central Intelligence where I'm going to write a number down as to what <laughs> I'm rating it between... Uh, one in ten, and my wife is here to verify what I wrote down. <laughs> um, but uh, just, and if you want to give some disclaimer or whatever, but just from the trailers, yeah. Um, what would you assume Magnificent Seven would, would be your score?
1: Okay, from the trailers, here's what I pick up on. Uh, I pick up, I get a mediocre feel from it, and, and that's kind of where my where I, this, the stink word came from because I, I felt like I was going to hate the fact that it wasn't better, just like you said, than it should be, mm-hmm. as as it should be. And it's a remake, you know, of a remake of a great film. So <laughs> I'm feeling like uh the writing, I got to feel like the writing's not as good as it should be. Like some of the some of the tough guy stuff wouldn't get it wasn't gonna play as cool as they thought it was gonna be. This uh, this is all stuff I'm picking up from the trailer that I'm putting on it, and and that Chris Pratt was gonna be maybe not a fit, like maybe a little annoying, like maybe they were trying too hard with his jokiness. I, this is all stuff I'm just assuming from the trailer. So I'm gonna say, and then this is the tricky part because. You know, there's a number that I could give it, but then I've got to try to guess what you would give it. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but I'm, and I haven't told you anything about my reaction. Right. Not it, a word. So. Not a word. So I'm going to say, uh, I, I got to say it too. I've got to commit. I can't say this or that. Um, yeah. So I'll say a seven flat. All right, how, how how close do we have to be for this to be a win? I don't know. We should have Ta- set the parameters first, and then you could go half points because I almost said six and a half. Um, yeah, Ty, what do you think? How how close do you have to be
0: to to for it to,
1: to count? For as a, to for it to be a win for Scott? Win for Scott? Um, Within half a point either way, maybe. So that's a full yeah, point. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's go that way. It's a it's so a full point. Big, it's the first big hit or not hit of the fall. Let's give it a, yeah. I would say a full point either way. That's,
1: that's tough. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, six and a half to seven and a half. Yeah. Um, is that what you would have like knowing that you can do halves? Is that what you would have rated? Uh,
0: if I could have done halves, I probably, well, if I could do halves, oh, then I- that's, yeah. Cause I didn't know we were doing halves. So, what does that number say? Christy, my wife is going to tell you what the number says. Six and a half. Bam. <laughs> I
1: yep. almost said it. I almost, I wanted to
0: say yeah, it. I w- and I, and I would have given it to six and a half if I'd have known we were doing six and a half. But I went low to six because uh-huh. yeah. I didn't know we were going to do that. And I'm going to air, I, I'm, I'm one of these round downers. So.
1: I, sh- I should have just gone with it. I, sh- I thought maybe he'll yeah. like it a little bit more than I did. Okay,
0: you, everything you said was pretty much spot on. <laughs> everything you said was pretty much spot on. The Denzel uh, cool stuff was cool, but I, I don't know that you can't I, – I, that's just hard to miss. Like you've got – you would have to completely just crap the bed yeah. to miss on Denzel being cool, yeah. in my opinion. Um, and most of his stuff worked. Chris Pat was a little too uh, Pratt was a little too cute um what brought it probably from maybe a seven and a half down to a six and a half uh, D'Onofrio drove me absolutely uh, insane phew. I hated everything about his character yeah he was supposed i don't know if anybody knows he was supposed to be like this huge Hulk type of a man like this man bear who's just unstoppable <laughs> he looked like if like uh, if you see a norman rockwell painting of an old west cowboy santa <laughs> that's how he looked yeah and they like they were trying to make him look cool running through this town just like just running full on at these people and knocking them over and he just looked like a fat old man running <laughs> around to old west town yeah like it was awful Yeah. Um. and and, he, and the, voice, the, the voice decision he chose to go with. Like, oh, I went no. to high school with this girl who would, at middle school and high school, she would fake having laryngitis. <laughs> and you could tell she was faking because she would, she would do this voice like,
1: um, oh, I'm sorry, I just can't
0: talk. <laughs> and that's the voice Vincent D'Onofrio used. Wow. It just, I, it, everything he did was terrible. And I rolled my eyes so many times. That mo- I mean, it could have been good, but there, there were a lot of misses. Also, just as a side note and a little bit of a tangent uh, on movies like this, I have, my dad uh, smokes and has been a smoker my entire life. I have been in very close proximity to him lighting up a thousand cigarettes, and I've never heard one <laughs> cigarette get lit i've never <laughs> physically heard the little crackle the, noise never
1: not once yeah
0: but in all these movies every yeah. cigarette has this these this weird sound effect like you're starting a brush fire um. and i hate it it's like <laughs> cigarettes don't make noise and i don't need them to i see what you're doing but, so that drives me nuts because there was a lot of
1: cigarette audio yeah, in this yeah that's funny Back at, um, back in the old west, though those noisy cigarettes. Yes, you know? I, guess, I guess that was a big feature also, at one point that they advertised.
0: Yeah. yeah. Also, they they um they should have went for the R rating. It, mm. The, the PG thirteen rating hurt it um a lot, and I think some of it was was a lot of the PC dialogue that mm. was obvious that they <laughs> they were really worried about being offensive um, with some of the dialogue for I won't spoil much but for an example one of the one of the magnificent 7 is a, is a asian guy mm-hmm. and he's having a duel with a with an irishman uh when they introduce his character and like he wins the duel but it's basically a duel to okay we're going to see who can shoot this can first and then the irishman loses and he gets mad so he like you're like oh he's going to he's going to hammer him and he's really going to offend this asian this asian oh. guy and he, he bucks up and he says, um, let's see what you really got, you worthless runt of a man. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
1: That's awful. So bad.
0: That's it's so bad. Like, make us hate him and use yeah, some exactly. kind of slur like they would have.
1: Yeah. Give some honesty to that character. That's yeah. ridiculous. Terrible. Called him a worthless runt
0: of a man, and uh, I, there were just some cringeworthy moments in it. Um, the action stuff was good, and the third act was pretty was pretty good, um, but it was really really predictable, mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah, just a
1: just kind of a, a and swing and a miss. That's interesting on D'Onofrio, too, because uh, <clears throat> I can't like he kind of ruined the that first season of, of daredevil for me a little bit and, yeah and again i thought one of the main reasons was a really bad voice choice and I, that i did not understand yeah and it was really high and, and he made a lot of choices in that he got a rep as being this great actor from his early days of doing like guest spots on tv and, and he just he just developed this rep of he's you know one of the greats um in, and I guess character pieces. I don't know if Men in Black had part, I don't know, but I've never, yeah. uh, I've honestly never seen it. Like what, you know, what people uh, perceive him to be. I don't think he's as good as the rep he's gotten. No, I don't, no, I don't either. But,
0: uh, you know, Todd, you got a strong take on <laughs> Uh Well, you know, it's been a long time since Mystic Pizza came out. <laughs> yes, it has. Um, I just, I don't like, I don't like when he doesn't shave. Well, you won't uh, like this movie then. Cause he is a, he's a hairy old man. Yeah. I, there's just something, there's just something about his, um, His appearance, and that's that's pretty weak. I realize that's not you know. I I mean, he what what was he in? Was he in? Um, he was in one of the Law and Orders, right? For a long
1: time. You're saying he's a worthless runt of a man, is what you're saying? Well, (laughs) if I
0: if I can get the voice right, definitely say that. I don't think you want to get the, the voice right. I almost feel like he tries to be like a Daniel Day Lewis type actor and he just doesn't have the chops to do anything close to it. Yeah. Like I think he tries to make real quirky mm-hmm. and um really strong character decisions and they all just seem to miss.
1: Yeah. Well, so Ethan Hawke was good also. I can imagine he's had a string of successes. That on the, like yeah. on the flip side, Ethan Hawke has like quietly Like, everything he's been in lately, people are being like, man, Ethan Hawke, thumbs up in this. You know, it seems like Ethan needs some bigger jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you'll get... like.
0: I I absolutely hated that movie, that Boyhood movie. Hated it Mm -hmm. with a passion. He was good in it. Like, he was the only redeeming, redeeming quality about that movie. And he was really good in this too. Like he wasn't in it
1: enough. You think he could carry the load on like some of the, some of these parts that McConaughey has been scooping up. You think that like some of those roles or did those fit Ethan? Cause I, you know, I, I honestly haven't seen any of these movies lately that he's, people keep talking about how good he's been. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's solid. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you can criticize him. I think he should get a chance to carry a movie. I mean, does that seem like a, like their styles and the type of characters they would play? Mm -hmm. Do they cross? cross, Okay.
0: Yep. I I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that Ethan Hawke might not do it a little better. Yeah. Some of McConaughey kind of seems
1: vanilla in in (laughs) a lot of stuff. So
0: even though I I do appreciate him coming in and doing that spot for us. And I do like, yeah, that was, it
1: was huge. And you don't want to, yeah, don't want to
0: offend the guy. But I, I just think I, I think Ethan Hawke it I think it's his time. So. Well, all right. It's all anyway, time. It's all That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's uh let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll get into a discussion of our favorite Kentuckians in Hollywood and and who tops our list. You're listening to Talk Hard.
1: So in the break, I just want to tell everybody thanks again and remind you to share the show send that uh, send that iTunes link, your stitcher links uh, when we post stuff on Facebook if you just all you got to do is hit share and that's huge for us. it really is uh, we can see a huge jump in the numbers when anybody does that it's amazing. Um, we're easy to ignore, but you are not. 'Cause people like you. And you know, people are okay with us, but they like you. So I would say share the show, rate the show, review the show, and send us your comments. And if there's some things you want to hear uh us talk about, like um Christian Polisic or or the form that uh Josie Altador is in, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you want more of that, then you got to say it because these two guys are kind of anti. They never let me get into it, but I mean, really, outdoors on fire, and you let's guys not, know let's, it. Let's not go down that path right now. This is and it could be huge for those. This is in, This is very inappropriate. World Cup qualifiers going into uh, Columbus in October. Man, no, I don't think no Mexico. You've had it. All right, guys. My, my, I'm
0: cutting them off right here. Let's, my
1: amigos. This is going to get offensive.
0: (laughs) Hello, loyal listeners. This is
1: Droopy. And I'd like to thank you for listening to Talk Hard. (laughs) Droopy. All right. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) Droopy dog. Yeah. Yeah, man
0: i'm telling you the listeners just keep on rolling in that's and
1: it. even animated latest, even animated ones our latest,
0: our latest fan is
1: droopy <laughs> droopy dog I mean, so, he's um, been out of the limelight for a while but a it's, very, it's nice to know he's still out there somewhere a very a very timely plug <laughs> from our from our animated
0: canine fan um so, all right, uh, I'm, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here a little bit, Todd, because we didn't discuss this at all. But last uh, week, you weren't able to do the podcast with us. Um, Scott and I hit it on it a little bit, and I'd like to, whenever we can, update our folks out there listening on what's going on behind the scenes in Walk Southly Films. We kind of touched a little bit on we, – we finished or made an attempt to finish up the editing of – our film but we didn't want to get into it too much because it's kind of your baby um so anything that you want to say about how that film's coming along and and how you're feeling about it well i think it's um i think it's really really close uh, i listened to uh part of the um um the podcast uh, through at least that section through that section of uh of what you all were talking about okay. and uh yeah i mean it's um you know it's it's really close i kind of feel like there's just a there's just a there's a couple of things that i'd like to tighten up but other than that i think it's i think it works really good uh i think it's got you know a nice just got a nice tone to it to me um and let me just say, you know, uh, it's easy to edit when you've got perfect footage. <laughs> so you can, you can thank Mr. Stafford for that. So,
1: um, perfect. It, perfect might be a stretch. Um, so here's a question. Did, uh, and, and I don't know the answer to this, so I'm just asking, did you upload like a newer version onto the, the, the site there The the, uh, was it Film Freeway? Which which one do they use? Yeah,
0: it was Film Freeway that we use. I'm I'm actually gonna I'm I'm doing that. Uh, I'm gonna do that either tomorrow or Thursday. Okay. To Actually, replace the one that we had on there because many many changes. Yeah. Uh, that were that were made since then. So,
1: do you know when is the uh, when's the announce date or or uh, in yeah whatever they it's, call that? I think it's supposed to be
0: in October. I'm thinking it's early October. Um, For uh, the Rivers Edge Film Festival, is that what y'all are talking about? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, I believe I believe uh, early early
1: October is the the let everybody know date. You would think we would know what the official term for that date is, since we act like we do this on a regular basis, and none of us can come up with. Yeah, we've been entering films into film
0: festivals for seven years now. Whatever, and we don't know the we don't know the terms but uh, that's what makes us us. It's kind
1: of like, it feels like the presidential debate last night. (laughs) (laughs) We could
0: do a whole other podcast on um.
1: (laughs) the, the, the date Uh, uh, when they're going to tell us the news (laughs) about the film and the date. Is that, uh, not really Donald there in studio (laughs) with you. (laughs) No, I I wasn't trying too hard on that one. (laughs)
0: That that beats Droopy.
1: I was just trying to get the essence. Yeah,
0: well, you made just as much sense as they did last (laughs) night with what you just said. I was trying to combine Um, them both, I think. Are we sticking with the title that I can't say, Todd? yeah that's a that's a tough one i know (laughs) rule. okay it's it's just hard for me i can't do it but well no it's i can see though i mean it's you know it's it's not one of those things that anybody nobody nobody i know ever wants to say (laughs) rule yeah i'm gonna avoid it at all costs um but after that debacle last podcast you know you know how we are though we we kind of don't you know, have we ever have we ever changed the title of anything that we've done? Uh, I don't think we have. No, I think I don't we think so. it feels like we we kind of find something that we, you know, we kind of like and then and stick with it. I think yeah.
1: it took a little while to land on cannonball. And while that's a great word, I'm not sure. That, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a great title or not but uh i don't know we, we, i think we i think it's when looking back i think that's really the only title for that movie <laughs> i really did I <laughs> we mean, did, we, yeah. we came up with a reasoning for it didn't we yeah
0: we did and i mean you know it's got kind of uh multiple meanings i think
1: it's a powerful word period it, but, you know.
0: it is i mean it's it's one word it's one of those words that when you hear it it's like oh yeah it's it's cannonball because it's a single word you know mm-hmm. I think what did we, I think wasn't one of the, one of the titles, uh, paper man.
1: (laughs) Probably. Yeah.
0: Or what was
1: that? Yeah.
0: I can't remember. Uh, you know, I think we, we wanted to make an attempt, you know, we definitely wanted to make sure we didn't try to say, Oh, this is, here's, here's your Bigfoot movie.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's, that was, that was the tricky part. We didn't want to yeah lead everybody on to thinking this was like the legend of Boggy Creek or something. Right. Right
0: although there's nothing wrong with that
1: no sir
0: that's a classy classy flick and i'd like to i'd like to give uh i'd like to give charles b pierce a shout out
1: well there you go uh but i am looking forward to seeing final version i feel like you know i've gotten pretty close but i'm super excited to find out if it gets in or not because yeah uh I hope we get to go down there and, and I'm really, there's a lot. We, Alan and I were talking about like, uh, it would be really fun to get some of the people that are down there on this show. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, definitely. It yeah. would be yeah. fantastic. I've got all kinds of questions in my heads for a couple people in particular. So uh, hopefully that happens. Yeah. We could yeah. do a couple of good podcasts down there. I think so too.
0: So if anybody's listening and we're not trying to coerce our way into an invite, mm-hmm. but right. we are, you know, we do have a project, in the in the running and we're likable yeah. yeah and we're offering you a pretty good spot on a pretty prominent podcast here Ooh, in kentucky the, if we get to go down there the, so i'm just leaving it at that you ta- got that right son
1: talk hard bump Woof. that's right oh, man. <laughs> that's <Yeah>.
0: exactly right <laughs> speaking uh, of kentucky yeah look at this segue bam so as as advertised at the beginning of the show, let's let's talk about how our fellow Kentuckians are absolutely killing it in Hollywood, um, and and then at the end of it, we'll put a challenge out there to anybody else who wants to to come up against us. But in my my um, goal
1: here is to make all of you feel bad about your pitiful celebrities. In, yeah, and where states. you live and what you're producing, and it's like you know and once again assert the dominance of the bluegrass state over all of you absolutely
0: I, I mean to me it's not even close and like not only are our a-listers better than your alls mm-hmm. but like our b and c list people are better than your alls yeah
1: yeah take and, that in
0: delaware yeah yeah man and we're gonna we're gonna get into it a little bit so um I've got a list here of some some folks who have or are killing it in, in Hollywood right now. Um I think I've got like thirteen or fourteen names written down. Um do we want to go with the obvious ones first or do we want to just start
1: running down the running down the list? Uh let's talk about let's see. So are we, are we going actors first? Are we going entertainers first? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um I want to. I, I want to ask you all, uh, and Alan. I know you were doing research today. Did you run into any that surprised you that you hadn't heard of before? Uh, hadn't heard that they were from Kentucky. Well, that not only you hadn't heard. Yeah, that yeah that you hadn't heard of, and you and it was like, oh wow, that guy or girl.
0: Um, there were there were a couple that I didn't realize were from Kentucky, but I had
1: heard of them. Okay. Did you have any of those? I got Chris Hardwick. I oh. if I if I knew that I'd forgotten it. And and yes, yeah, so, I didn't know that. And he, yeah, and that Chris Hardwick is king. He's basically emperor of nerds right now. Yeah, absolutely. And does uh, the
0: nerdist stuff, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And I always liked that dude. Like I knew dude was talented back in uh, what was the name of that stupid MTV dating sh- game show. Uh, singled out, singled out. Yes, but with it, McCarthy. Yeah, it was clear he, you know, and at that time he was a kid, but it was clear he was talented and you know just you know really dry humor and stuff like that. And I liked him a lot and thought he was headed for big things at the time, and he just kind of disappeared, and then he reemerged, you know, a couple of years ago, a few, uh, you know, maybe three or four years ago, and now he's yeah he's kind of got his own little empire built based around geekery. Um, so that one that one surprised me yeah he, the uh i mean he does
0: all the uh the talk shows after the like walking dead and um he was doing them after breaking bad and all that stuff too right mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. He's, he does man he's got it he's got it going on right now i had no idea where is he from do you know the city i didn't
1: know I, okay i'll look that up okay and todd did you know dw griffith is from kentucky
0: yes yes i did that's uh that's that's awesome, you know. When you, uh,
1: <laughs> sort of, sort of. You well, know, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go, Gary Glitter. But. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, infamous for you know maybe making one of the most racist movies of all time, but <laughs> also like uh, you know the movie that basically invented uh, film language. The visual yeah. language of film, like D.W. Griffith, basically invented the way you tell stories on film. Uh, so that's pretty cool. He it just happens to be he did it on Birth of a Nation, and <laughs> that's yeah. you know people have different <laughs> opinions about. But yeah. uh, which is also speaking of remakes, it's
0: also getting one. Yes, it is. It yes, it a is. A little different feel I, to it.
1: I'm got a feeling the message is going to be a bit different. <laughs> yeah,
0: on that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Chris Hardwick from Louisville, by the way. Yeah, so many Louisvilleians. Yeah, a lot of Louisville. Well, I guess they, you know, you got to give them something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I had no idea DW was from was from Kentucky either. So let's talk about. Uh, let's see how to do this. Give me the group that you always knew growing up, like before, kind of like the modern like that we've gotten recently, who were the ones that you always knew that were, you know, for a long time, were like we had kind of a core group that you knew were from here. And, and for a long time, it was just them, you know? Um, I The one that I took the most pride in growing up was
0: Lee Majors. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Definitely. For sure. The fall uh, guy. Uh, oh man. Six million dollar yeah. man. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, I, I took quite a bit of pride that that dude, that Steve Austin was from Kentucky. Absolutely. And he's from the mountains, right? uh yes he is I and he i don't think he was born here. i think middlesbrough yeah i don't think he was born in kentucky no that's right he was reared in Middlesboro, and you can take that for what you want but um <laughs> is, is, is
1: Middlesboro? that is that out west
0: that's east that's eastern okay kentucky. so it is in that yeah in the that's the mountains okay that's yeah. bell, that's I bell so. county i yeah. thought so
1: okay yeah
0: uh, and i will tell you real quick another one that um i, I grew up kind of kind of proud of as a kid, uh, was, um, Jim Varney. Yes. I love that Ernest was from Kentucky. Yeah.
1: Yeah. had a dream in our very earliest days of when I started to think about doing, uh, making movies and whatnot, uh, at the end of college. And I knew I had an in, I knew somebody who was dating or it was she, or maybe she was, somebody knew a girl who, and he was her uncle. It was like one step away, you know, basically. Uh, mm. And so I was really ex- thought we might have a chance at Varney. And then he died uh-huh. like the next year. Uh, a tragic tale. It is. And cause you would yeah. love to, like, you know, what we could have written for, like what, what anybody, like not cause we're great, but it would be so fun to write something for Varney. Yeah.
0: You definitely. know, cause
1: he was, an excellent actor like people don't know like you know how he was classically trained and like all this sort of thing and he had a lot of talent but you know you only know him from earnest and it would be so fun to throw something else at him you know yeah yep yeah, he uh went to
0: high school with my mother-in-law um he didn't graduate high school but uh she actually has a yearbook with his picture in it and did some uh did some theater here in Danville at Pioneer Playhouse which is kind of cool yeah. mm-hmm.
1: The three that I always thought of uh for a long, long time up until recently that I in you know, a were Ned Beatty. Yep, Todd Todd Sheen's Doppelganger. <laughs> and, no comment uh, <laughs> according to certain people in town. Right. <laughs> and uh Lee Majors, just like you said, and Florence Henderson, yep. those were the three that I always knew. And and then you know, you, I like don't you know said, that I realized Florence. Henderson here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep, Florence.
0: Da, 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 da. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> was that that sounded like Green Acres?
0: Did it really? So
1: <laughs> wow. I think you could. Uh, it's funny. Like the first three, three or four notes. I guess it could be either. It
0: could yeah. be both. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, yeah. Mom, Mom Brady. I,
0: I did not know that her accent is very neutral for being a Kentuckian. it is i guess right. all
1: these people are other than jim varney though yeah they all lost the accent as you yeah. you basically have to do uh if you're gonna act or at least a, yeah you basically got to get rid of it florence henderson 82 years old wow yeah, yeah
0: that's kind of nuts impressive says she was born in indiana did she move here later yeah, I think she. I think she grew up like in uh, Owensboro. Owensboro. Yep. Okay. okay. She graduated from St. Francis
1: Academy in Owensboro. There you go. Yep. So, so, asterisk. so we'll claim her. Yep, asterisk beside her, but she counts.
0: Yeah, well, Lee Majors uh, says he was born in Detroit, and his parents died when he was five, and he oh, moved wow. with his aunt and uncle to Middlesboro, and that's why he. Okay. That's why we get to claim him. Okay. So I his loss. His loss is our gain.
1: And for everybody, listen, we talked about this before the show and kind of what the criteria was, and that was basically it. Either, so you have to be either born here and were here for, a, you know, s- something we deem to be a significant amount of time of your childhood uh, before you move out, and or uh, if you moved here, you weren't born here, you had to spend a significant amount of your life here in either in your formative years or a huge chunk like later on in life when you, and you basically claim Kentucky and you lo- you know, so, so, it's, it's a case by case basis, but we'll, we'll right. let you know what we got here. Yeah, exactly. Um, Todd, what, what are, what are you,
0: uh, as far as Kentucky famous Kentuckians <laughs> go? Where does your you know, mind go first? I mean, you know, always the, you know, Lee Majors and Florence Henderson. Uh, but, you know, Annie Potts. Mm-hmm. Um, Another one until today I didn't realize was from here. Okay, Right. Yeah, Annie Potts. Um, and I don't think was born, but I think she was raised in Franklin, I believe. Um, but uh, Diane Sawyer from Glasgow, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, TV, but still we'll let her we'll let it slide um uh, to me uh and a guy i knew for a long time he was he was a really he was really good in uh, the blues brothers uh charles napier from scottsville uh tucker mcelroy (laughs) wow lead singer and driver of the rv
1: right yeah yeah for anybody who doesn't know who charles napier is yeah just picture the guy that drives the rv and kind of the leader of that country band that got ticked off at, at the blues brothers and then it, that's who that guy is yeah yeah <laughs> uh, what were what was the band i can't even remember what the, oh, the was it the good old boys it might have been the good old boys hmm. um I, that could be totally wrong but i feel like that that was in my brain for some reason
0: well we've got both kinds country and western <laughs> that's right so, yeah uh but though that I, I always remembered him uh you know just because he was in so many like roger corman movies and a lot of drive-in exploitation stuff in the seventies, eighties. Uh, was in Silence of the Lambs. Was the guy that got, uh, uh, I guess he got his eyeball eaten by Hannibal Lecter in the big bird cage thing that they were. Oh yeah. Here. So, yeah. Lot, lot, lots of lots of bit parts. You know, he was big time character
1: act. And we're going to leave a lot of people off the list. Like you know, I think Charles Napier is the cutoff. <laughs> you got yeah. Right, you got a lot of people that are below that line that will will try to stick to to only the heavy hitters that we talk about tonight, uh, but not the heavy hitter. Although he's he's also quite quite, quite the famous Kentuckian.
0: <laughs> That's right. All you got to do is tune into a, a UK basketball game, and you can't
1: miss him. <laughs> Uh of, uh of of uh lawyer fame for anybody who's not here from that's here.
0: right oh okay i i just now got that yeah, yep yep <laughs> uh you can't right forget todd hey awesome. you can't forget todd browning who directed dracula no
1: nah, i was forgetting him i think, uh, he's, I think he's below uh, yeah. the napier line i think he is <laughs> <Well,
0: laughs> We're talking about Dracula. With yeah. You know that part in uh, in Top Gun where they got mad at Maverick for going below the hard deck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think
1: we're getting there. He's buzzing the tower now. <laughs> we,
0: and, and you know what? And you can't you can't forget John Carpenter.
1: Uh, yes. uh, John Carpenter Absolutely. is way above the hard deck. Absolutely, he's yeah. he's a legend in his own right. That that is for sure. We do want to stick to to. You know, if we if we're if we're claiming if we're gonna talk trash about famous people, uh we're gonna to have to stick to the people the names that people would recognize. But you're you're oh, yeah. you're dead John on. John
0: Carpenter, man. John Carpenter. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. In in uh I would contend that in horror circle circles there might not be uh a more revered name. Uh, he's right up there in the top, you know, three and absolutely top five for anybody, I'd have to say that's oh, you know, absolutely for, for horror yes. people. And yeah. and a lot of people, I would think, would would even call him number one in in, yeah. their, in their hearts and minds.
0: Yeah, I think oh, objectionably, Lord. he is
1: um, considered
0: yeah a, a top name in mm-hmm.
1: in horror. So real quick, it was some that I would say are above the Napier line, but uh, just barely: uh, Laura Bell Bundy, um, mm-hmm. Rebecca Gayheart, uh, who who there may have been. A little bit of a crush there maybe yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> not, not not a big one not not a long-lived one i can't remember i can't even remember but, was uh, that before oh or
0: after the manslaughter
1: <laughs> 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 it's definitely before way before that oh, okay just uh, check yeah
0: something about a, a a cute chick that gets uh convicted <laughs> of manslaughter just turns scott on <laughs> uh and rob riggle's a big name you know, yep. And one I always forget, like every time we start talking about this, Todd brings up Rob Riggle, and yeah. I always forget he's from <laughs> yeah. Louisville.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, that dude is rolling right now, isn't he? He really is. He really is. He he pops up everywhere, and he's I like him a lot. He's a funny dude, and and love Twenty One Jump Street, and he has a great part yeah. in it. Uh, is it so? Is there anybody else you guys have before we hit, uh, the big three? who well, i would consider michael big shannon
0: series. michael shannon's another. Yeah, I've, I've got
1: michael shannon on mine and he's like
0: would you consider him a list because he's in some big stuff uh, uh, yeah yeah maybe i mean he's i don't know that he ever is a leading man in big no, stuff but no. he's like a, he's never He's lead. like yeah he's been the protagonist mm-hmm. like the main protagonist in a lot of stuff and he's in a lot of stuff with like he's been in a couple movies with leonardo dicaprio Got to play Zod in yeah. Zack Snyder's epic
1: film Man of Steel that we all love so much. And he has been the lead in a couple of indies. Come to think yeah. about it, so yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. So he's
1: man. I, I don't know that like he's right. He's teetering between the B and A to me. Yeah, I think he, I think he's right under this this list that we're about to hit. He, he's yeah probably the next guy down. Uh, since our Ned Beatty's and Lee Majors and Florence's have, you know, they're in a generation past now. Their, their working right. days are largely behind them. Um, so, did we? So, here's one that doesn't count. Uh, Rumor Willis was born in Paducah. Didn't know that. I think that's one of those that, like, I think they just happen to be, like, maybe we just happen to be in town or, you know, uh, for, for something really? or maybe, yeah. you know. and
0: Well, Willis was sh- they were sh- he was shooting a movie mm-hmm. uh in western Kentucky called uh, In Country.
1: There you go. Norman,
0: Norman Jewison directed that and I think it was shot in maybe uh Madisonville or something like that okay. or Mayfield or something.
1: Yeah. Mm. There you go and that's the the Thanks. origin of Rumor Willis. The secret origin of Rumor Willis Todd yeah. Sheen brings it to you. That's uh, right. Not a rumor, it's real. That's right. And, uh, what's the, what's the story on Tom Cruise? Um, he had a, I think he, he had a cup of coffee
0: in Louisville. Like I think as a kid, yeah. Like he was 12, but between the ages like 12 and 13 and a half, so not
1: born here, did spend some childhood here, but not long enough to count. So we're not going to count Tom Cruise. We could, if like, we could make a case, but we don't need him. We don't need him. We're still going to smoke your list. No matter who you put on it, your top three. We're bringing the pain. Is, is it time? Anybody uh, let's, else?
0: Let's also give a shout out to Steve Zahn. Uh, yeah, who
1: who resides here now? Not born yeah. here, but uh, yeah, but is, but loves it here. Married a Kentucky girl, girl. exactly. Right. Married a Kentucky girl, lives here, and I think he's he's blue through and through. So by the end of his 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 go round at the at the end of his life, I think he will be absolutely an official Kentuckian. And he's got. I mean, he's got.
0: He's a multi-time Kentucky football season ticket holder. And And I think that once you do that, you're in the fold. No
1: one can argue that you have a a special love and uh, masochistic uh, pleasure (laughs) (laughs) of rooting for your your state.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's also mention, before
1: we get to the big three, Josh Hutcherson. Yes, absolutely. Probably Uh, right there on that. Uh, maybe right under Shannon. Yep. Yep. Uh,
0: I, like, it, and if you're a teenage girl, then you absolutely put him probably above anybody we're going to name. Yes. Uh, tonight as um, PETA from the Hunger Games. Um, and I, like, I'll throw this dude up there as the most talented Kentuckian, um, in my opinion, and that's Dwight Yoakam.
1: Well, hold all who, right, hold on now. Let's let's leave. Let's stick to let's stick to actors. Let's, let's... Sling Slingblade
0: and... is an actor.
1: Oh, yeah. like, you're, right. you're right. Blade. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. You're. I'm. T- yep. You're exactly right. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And the and he was good in the panic room. Um. But
0: man, I I, I will watch Sling Blade when it's on solely yeah. for Dwight Yoakam talking about
1: how midgets <laughs> make him sick. I know several people <laughs> who love that character. Like it's so good with man. their soul and being. Yep. Yeah, so I'm I, because
0: like musically, I, he's one of my favorites. But the dude, like, he crosses the genres of of, of entertainment yeah. because I, I think You're the right. dude can act his butt off. You're right. Uh, even though South of Heaven, West of Hell, was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> it right.
1: wasn't. It wasn't.
0: It wasn't south enough. <laughs> it really wasn't. I think he wrote and directed that, and somehow got Vince Vaughn to be in a western. Yeah. And uh and I couldn't finish it. It was
1: awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard it was horrible.
0: But now there there's a name on that list, and I I've got i he's gotta he's gotta be mentioned before Josh Hutcherson. Uh, and I think even Steve Zahn.
1: Mm. Okay. And that
0: and that is Warren Oates. Because Warren Oates is the big toe. Mm. And Warren Oates although everybody knows him from uh, Sergeant Hulka. Yeah. (laughs) If you know him, you know him from Sergeant Hulka, but man, that guy was a top notch actor at the top of his craft. Uh, and was mainly in a lot of exploitation and, uh, you know, Westerns, uh, you know, back in the sixties and seventies, um, died early eighties, I believe. Um, but I mean, it did a lot of work with Peck and uh, and Monty Hellman and has just had some incredible roles and stuff that you probably, you all haven't even probably seen. Uh, and a lot of people haven't seen just because it's just not, it's not the mainstream stuff that, you know, a lot of those other names are on. But uh, he did a movie called Cockfighter and he says maybe a couple sentences the whole movie. Uh, and is basically just acting with his face.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Warren Oates. He's like, you know, nobody knows who he is. Nobody listening knows who he is. Very few. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I do have a special place in my heart for Warren Oates because I've researched him before and watched a lot of his stuff, and he does have an undeniable screen presence. Um, was he in Giant, Todd, with uh, James Dean? You know what? I think he was. Let me. He's in some movie that has oil as a feature, I think. And but I just remember this one long tracking shot of a movie that's beautifully shot, and I can't tell you exactly which one it is, but it follows Warren Notes from from one side of the screen to the other, and it just tracks him as he goes, and it's super panoramic and uh and he yeah like he said he's so much with his face he's just got so much screen presence so uh, definitely worth a mention
0: yeah well and he was in i mean he was in major dundee he was in the wild bunch yeah uh two lane blacktop you know he played dillinger back in the 70s uh he just you know yeah he's got a he's got such a uh gosh just uh The ability to inhabit a character. Yeah. Um, You know, and
1: and he's got
0: that face. He's got that face, but it's just, Mm -hmm. uh, he's just, I don't know. So, I can guarantee you, Warren Oates has never gotten this much, no, this no. much play on a podcast ever. So <laughs> c-
1: cinephiles out there who might not know about Warren Oates or, or aren't that familiar with him, definitely look him up. He's 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 worth it if if you're just love film and, and love good performances. Um, get to know him. Yeah, so, most people sing stripes. So. Yeah, everybody knows who Sergeant Holka is. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, you know exactly who he is. Um, so let's each name one of the big three. Okay, let's do that. Who starts?
0: Um, well, since since Holka uh, Warren Oates played Dillinger, I'll go with another Kentuckian who played Dillinger in Public Enemies. I'll go with my boy Johnny Depp. Even though we had to give him some tough love, we did uh, earlier this year. Um, Owensboro's own.
1: And the year, Son. and the, I feel like we, I don't know, we, we might've got the year off to a bad start for him or something. Cause it's only gotten harder since then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, when that dude is, is on,
0: he's on. Um, and there was a time when, like, I think there was a time when, uh, not long ago, within the last three, four five years, where, um, uh, it came out that there were two guys, uh, there was some study that came out. There were two people in Hollywood that would make money just because they were in it. And they were, uh, Johnny Depp and Will Smith. Um, and I think that was like 2014, something like that. So, um, we get to claim that dude, uh, and there is very few more. I did a, a a paper in college, um, uh, and and I didn't go to college like everybody else. I went to college like three years ago, but I did I did a paper, an argumentative in writing paper, in, in college uh, in one of my classes, um, making the case that he was the best actor uh, working at the at the at the time. So I've got a soft spot for Johnny,
1: and it's something that can never be because he's had he's had a rough year or two. He has, and and it's mainly I think it's mainly because of the projects he's chosen, but. Um... The one thing Definitely, you can yeah. never ever take away from him is he owns one of the uh, most iconic characters in film history. Uh, you know, right there with with your Indiana Jones and and name mm-hmm. a couple in the, in recent history that you can put Captain Jack uh, up there with any. Um, yeah, absolutely. And we'll we'll probably yep. get, get into that a little bit uh, on a uh Mount Rushmore later. So we don't need to dive too deep into that. But uh Todd, go for another one of the big three. Were you done with talking about Johnny D? Yeah, I am I'm, I'm good. I mean okay. we can always we can
0: always talk Johnny <laughs> more, D just more whole Depp. segment of a podcast on how he was he was tanking it and what what to do to fix it. So uh well, yeah. I, I think we've given Johnny Depp enough talk hard love? I yeah. guess you'd call it <laughs> something like that. Let's say love, yeah. All right. Now, and so I'm thinking I know, I'm thinking I know, I know one of the other ones, and I'm thinking the one that I want to say because I'm just a big fan of his. I know he's not born here, but he spends a lot of time here, and that is uh, Bill Shatner, everybody. That's incorrect. That's not even Bill's big (laughs) three.
1: It's not not even close. (laughs) but uh but how about
0: that yeah he, he, he does he does live here though he does yeah, he does I mean, live well, I here we can claim him at this point point. and
1: anybody that wants to see him uh head to uh jo- beth. joseph beth bookstore <laughs> midday most days of the week and uh there's a good chance you're gonna see <laughs> bill shatner if he's not working uh yeah. just and a little also
0: for all our listeners that think that we do a lot of prep on these shows I think that yeah. that right there shows that we didn't talk about this at all before no. we before we went we went in here and did this. So, no,
1: Shatner. Um, now I'm wondering. I'm wondering if me and Scott are on the same yeah, page with yes. the big three. See, Shatner, absolutely a legend, but I don't think we're gonna. Yeah, I, I don't feel like we should count him because not born here, moved here later in life, and past the prime of his career. And even mm. though he probably loves Kentucky, I just, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to count him, but he's a legend and he does live here now and, you know, resides yeah, here. Yeah, so eat so, that. Uh, yeah, eat it. Uh, and the Star Trek fans can get on board with that. Now, let me reset it for you, Todd.
0: Oh, I know who you're going to say. Okay. There's, the... only,
1: there's only two other ones that it could be. <laughs> but you just, you elected to say the one that <laughs> you just wanted to get him in there. All it's right, hard. Yeah.
0: It's hard. It's hard for it would be hard for me to pick uh, Clooney over Shatner. Okay, uh, he, nothing, I, I understood. Nothing, it. it was a matter of principle, and we get it. But nothing against Clooney, but because I, I like Clooney. Yeah. Well, let's go uh, with Clooney. I, but I'll, I'll do Clooney because I didn't want to do you know the AJ.
1: And. Uh, it's just George Clooney, ladies and gentlemen. So tell us, uh, Todd, do you have any background on the, since we, this is a complete surprise to you, but tell us what you know about the Clooney family in Kentucky.
0: Well, well his uh, aunt, I believe. Um, Rosemary. Rosemary, right? Rosemary Clooney. Mm-hmm. Um, She was like, uh, she was, she was a big deal. Big deal. She's barely the- below that Charles Napier line we set,
1: I think. I-
0: somewhat above it well maybe maybe around and
1: musically you know. above it i mean musically yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 i think so yeah she might have Way she might
0: have chuck Napier beat there Absolutely. um i think well although he, chuck did sing country and western mm-hmm. um but rosemary um yeah just you know uh actress and singer um uh, born born here in kentucky um you know and and i mean her brother who was george's dad um and i guess he's still around right
1: yeah nick is still around yeah nick, yeah
0: nick uh hosting the what was it amc uh movie classics uh and just you know one of those guys w- was a uh, was a tv uh a tv guy in lexington mm-hmm. back in the 70s i think uh and i think george uh, when george lived in lexington Um, and you know, that family there, you know, Miguel Ferrer, anybody, if I don't know if anybody knows Miguel Ferrer, but he's a character actor. Um, he was, um, trying to remember what, oh gosh, I don't know. He's, he's always a heavy seems like, but I think he and he and George were like in a, in a movie a long time ago that they shot in uh low budget when they, when he was in Lexington or whatever, and it never got released. Um, Which wouldn't be the first time or the last time that George Clooney shot a movie that didn't get released.
1: (laughs) If anybody
0: wants to know about Grizzly 2, just ask me. So,
1: so, And and we all agree, George is... uh, He might be on the tail end of his prime, uh, his acting prime, but a giant, right? I mean, a giant. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And his Uh decision-making lately hasn't been so great
1: you uh, know yeah i don't think he wants to work that much yeah tomorrowland was kind of stinky that's and true monuments men was bad <laughs> <laughs> it was a disappointment that and that one was his right was that yeah he produced that he yeah. did all
0: he did it all on that one yeah. it was it, with that
1: cast there's and that premise there's no excuse and it was bad yeah and he'd had a string of successes before that, he, he'd really been uh, yeah. d- uh, had a run of, of, of good stuff. So, um, on that note, let's go to probably the queen, the, the top hen in the hen house right now. Yeah. Uh, of Kentucky fame it has to be Miss Jennifer Lawrence. Um, you know, I don't know where Meryl Streep is uh, from, but we've got her now. That's uh, right. It just if she's in something go ahead and hand her the oscars and just mail them back to the kentucky just keep mailing it's them It's crazy, in.
0: isn't it?
1: It really is. I mean, she's that she's that woman now. She's, you know, yeah. she's the one that like if she's in something and it's halfway decent or you know it's just guaranteed like there for one she's absolutely going to be nominated and you know until she doesn't win, apparently she's just going to keep winning. Yeah.
0: Um, what do you all think, uh, Scott? Since you're on a roll here with the with the trailers and and, <laughs> and judging a movie, what do you think of the Passengers with her and Chris Pratt? Because I think it looks pretty good.
1: I do too. I've got and a- It's getting that Christmas release, which is is a good sign. I've got a good vibe from it. Uh, I get a better vibe from that one out of Chris Pratt than I did. Uh, you know, like I said, I kind of felt like maybe he was going to overdo, you know, that character a little bit. Or there, uh, but on this one, you know, it's something different from him. You know, it's a little more dialed back, and and uh, yeah, I got a feeling like that might be a pretty decent flick. Um, and mainly, the only thing I've seen so far is, is teasers, even. But uh, yeah, I, I get a good feel from them. And uh, saw a pretty good trailer for it at the beginning of Magnificent
0: Seven, so I think the big ones are the big trailers are starting to, to come out. So what about the, what about the hygiene issue, though?
1: <laughs> oh my. <laughs> uh are we are we gonna go there gonna, i'm gonna say it's impeccable if she's from kentucky and right. that's right What i we don't know what you're talking about uh so that's
0: that's the question i'm gonna ask every time we have one of these so, so
1: this is what we the it, the question that we pose to all of you out there everybody listening that's our big three and I defy you. We defy you to come at us with three bigger stars working today. You can't do it. Three more famous actors, that, actresses than that trio. True. Johnny Depp, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, George Clooney. I dare you. Tell me.
0: All from the same state. Yeah. All And all
1: within, born within, you know, 300 miles of each other. Uh, I think that is a strong, strong threesome that we've uh, this state has put together in the last fifty years or so. Yeah, um, and and it all started; it all got rolling with. Um, oh, what's the what's the show with Mrs. D? Oh, facts of life. Facts of life. Yes, sir. Clooney's debut. Anybody? On TV. Anybody got some lyrics? For the theme song, right in their head, right now.
0: There you, you have. Facts of life. Thank,
1: facts of life. thank you, thank you. Yes, it, <laughs> it wasn't coming to me, and man, I needed to hear it. Take the good, take the good, take the bad, take them both. There you go. There you have. Yeah. There you life. have. Them. So much. How how deep can you get in just a few words? But that's a life lesson. That's true. He was also on, and maybe before,
0: I can't, I can't remember timeline-wise which came first, but he was also uh, on Golden Girls. Um, oh, yep. Yeah, Golden Girls for a little while, too. So, Clooney. Yeah, yeah, he had a, uh, I think he had, he had a, uh, maybe a recurring role there. I, I think he did. He was, was like the handyman in Facts of Life. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Boy, yeah, he was had... he handy. <laughs>
1: So, so I'd like yeah. to, I'd like to propose something now. Can we, okay. can we go through all the other quickly, you know, um, a little bit more quickly than we did actors cause this is a movie pod. Um, but go through all the other, uh, categories of, of celebrity and famous people and, and kind of hit the, the highlights there and then end up with a final, an overall three again that I will again contend that nobody can top. All right. Let's do it. I, like I mean cuz this is even I feel like this is even more controversial. I'm saying that across all spectrums of celebrity that we can top your their mo- your most famous three people. Like we've got a bigger three. Which
0: right. is insane.
1: That is insane. But I am going to we're going to prove it right here. All right. So, let's see. I'm going to tell you the categories and you all choose one. Uh Okay. And kind of like uh, Jeopardy or something. Architects and artists, pioneers, scientists, authors, military, political, and music. Oh, man.
0: I, let's save music. Okay. let's. Um, that's the, the other end, big one. I think that's the most fun one. So yeah,
1: That's the other big one. There's a lot of names on this list. And we're going to, like we said, we're going to try to only hit the heavy hitters here. Um, did you look up uh, music today, Alan, in your research?
0: I did not. No, I just I, I basically stuck to entertainment.
1: Okay, so I'll, I'll I'll hit the one again that I was surprised by, because uh, I'd heard most of these, but Joan Osborne, I didn't. Really. Yeah. Huh. Wow, I didn't know that.
0: Oh yeah, out, uh, Louisville, uh, close to Louisville.
1: Okay. Did not huh. know that. Did not know that. Um, no. So let's see, the Everly Brothers. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the. The, the the lower tier here, um, but but still okay. above the line. There's a ton of people, especially country music that that I don't think people know the names. But I'm gonna, the um, Everly Brothers, uh, Dwight Yoakam again, hitting two lists here. Uh, yep, the Black Crows have a couple guys I believe. Um, the ah. the drummer, the Black Crows drummer, is actually uh, a he's on national radio as a sports uh, talk radio show host. Did you know that, Alan? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, he's on the Fox Network. um Steve Gorman, Steve Gorman is the the Black Crows uh, drummer, and and so that's what he does now. That's his gig. Um, the Kentucky hmm. Headhunters, of course.
0: Yeah.
1: The Judds. A, oh yeah, a couple bands. we didn't even mention Ashley in our. We in our didn't. Hollywood oh treatment. my god I've got her on my list, but yeah, we didn't. Oh, oh, man. And
0: that's who I thought she's you were going st- with, number three.
1: She's gonna stop. Honestly. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen everybody.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. I didn't. I wasn't even thinking of Jennifer Lawrence. Listen,
1: if we, I think we almost lost her as a listener, but as soon as you put her above Jennifer Lawrence, now she's back. She's back. Yeah, we us. got her back. Yeah. <laughs> um. So a couple of Backstreet Boys. Billy, yeah. Billy Ray. Achy. Billy Ray. Don't, yes, don't Ray. say it. Do not say that, name. <laughs> one, one of the biggest uh, singles of all time with Aiky Breaky. That's right. Uh, and then you got your Crystal Gales and your Tom T. Halls and your Ricky Skaggs. Uh Pat... also getting back to Billy Ray for a second, he gave us uh he also
0: gave us the least talented <laughs> megastar of all yeah. time in molly But go ahead.
1: I would yeah. agree with that. I would agree with that. And we don't uh she, she uh yeah. Was she born here? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't think she's think born so. in Tennessee. Yeah, you're right. And, you're right. And they can have her. They can yeah. I think she was born in outer space. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. Uh, so born in Tennessee and spent most of her time in California. So yeah, we don't we don't get her, and that's okay. Um, yep. Exile from right here, from in your neck of the woods. There and uh, a oh. the couple couple of members of Exile, I believe, live in Danville, but they are from Richmond. Yeah. Uh, um. And I, had, I still have a, a song that I love to this day. Uh. But. A couple of of legends, um, and probably up until this new batch of artists that we've got right now for years and years and years, I would say these were the two biggest. Um, you all can see, uh, if you agree with that. Um, but Loretta, Loretta Lynn, oh, yeah, and Patty Loveless, those uh, wouldn't you say, yeah, you think those are the biggest two?
0: I think Loretta's definitely at the top, though.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Loretta Lynn's absolutely at the top, and for years, like I, I mean, for the, compared to other states, I would say our it was Slim Pickens in Kentucky, really. Um, yeah. You know, we we had some bluegrass legends, but not you know, bluegrass isn't wasn't all that popular. But it was kind of Loretta Lynn, and then the rest are you know, we didn't have much of a claim to fame. But again, in recent years, um. You've had an explosion. I think My Morning Jacket is big, right? Do either of you, <laughs> are either of you on that? On that? My Morning Jacket? Yeah, have you even heard of them? Nope. Todd, do you know them? No. Okay, well. I haven't, I haven't heard of them, no. They're popular with some people. I. I um, and <laughs> kind of shooting myself in the foot on that one. But, okay, so here are the big ones. Sturgill Simpson. Uh, yeah, is really big right now. Yeah, and uh, and especially in a certain circle of people that love kind of real country and not pop country, he's like the king of that sect of fans. But uh, Chris Stapleton, uh, yeah, last year kind of went through the stratosphere of of country music. So yeah, I, I would say those three right now. <clears throat> are a pretty impressive threesome uh but uh i feel like you know probably a lot of states are gonna be able to come back at us on music anyway okay what's next anybody else want to pick a category or does anybody else have thoughts on on music before we get out of there uh no you covered it you, you even <laughs> covered stuff i would never even heard of so <laughs> You got
0: it. I think uh, crystal, you know another, another name uh, that that would a lot of people thought. I mean, he he died prematurely. Uh, he had a major substance abuse problem. Was Keith Whitley, and I mean, you'd have a lot of people that would say, "Well, if he was still around, where would he be now?" Because he was he was considered, you know, at at the height, you know, uh, when he was when he was around, just a really bright star in country music and. And not the new country. I mean, more right. of, more of a throwback, you know. Yeah, uh, we could
1: also say the um,
0: Bill Monroe man. Bill Monroe.
1: Yeah, yeah, King, uh, one Arthur of the founding bluegrass fathers Green. of bluegrass music. Yep, the founding father,
0: basically. Uh, the The Montgomery Boys, John Michael and. Mm-hmm eddie Uh, montgomery gentry and uh if you want to throw songwriter ashley gorley from
1: right here in kentucky yeah no joke Uh, dude wins awards uh, so a friend uh, like a legitimate friend of yours right alan like i mean you all are close now but you graduated with him and were on you know played some hoops with them with him
0: yeah Uh, if we ever played the game who's the most famous person in your phone he would easily (laughs) be mine
1: uh and that's no joke like he's won multiple like he's won he's a grammy winner isn't he oh yeah yeah multi-time yeah and that's just insane and uh so yeah there's no question his level of success uh and all i can remember uh or the main memory i have of ashley gorley is him laying on the floor of the Boyle County gym and screaming after after ripping his knee into shreds and yeah yeah. it was it was an AAU game and so there's nobody in the gym except a few parents and maybe this you know or the random person here or there so it's just an empty gym and so like just echoing like the the, the (laughs) most the loudest obscenities you can possibly imagine (laughs) yes sir Um, absolutely So outing Ashley Gourley, as I'm sure he listens as well. (laughs) There's there's our story. (laughs) Uh, What's the next category you all would like to choose? Who's next? Architects and artists, pioneers, scientists, authors, political. I'm excited about pioneers, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, there's no question. Uh, One of you you tell me who the absolute number one pioneer of Kentucky is fame is
0: boone, man. Danny Danny boone. Boone.
1: oh thank god i thought he was gonna say shatner again <laughs> shatner. shatner and listen listen davy crockett can stick it as far as i'm concerned db daniel boone uh has him all day long and uh yeah crockett's overrated man so overrated only because disney wrote a song and gave him a show and whatnot. Uh, yeah screw that guy we have found <laughs> stuff that he found exactly exactly. and he had a brother named Squire Boone and uh, so you know and James Bowie shout out to I James he, Bowie
0: I yep. bet he had serious lice too
1: <laughs> yeah Crockett did, yeah. for sure with that coonskin cap
0: yeah, you, know, you, know they didn't, you know they didn't properly clean that coonskin cap no, before he put
1: it on no it probably wasn't even dead there's,
0: um, I mean, there's so
1: many hygiene problems on this list. I don't even know where to start. Just, I mean, Tennessee. Just get over it. With, I mean, we've heard it, you know. <laughs> Davy Crockett, Crockett. dude. I mean, we don't want it. It's, I mean, it's every time you turn around with that Davy Crockett Trump crap. Again? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it is, man. That's all they can talk
0: about. <laughs> You can't drive through Tennessee without getting mocked <laughs> about Crockett. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And James Bowie, you know, uh, how, how many people have a knife named after them and died in the Alamo? <clears throat> so That's true. Not too many. Todd, uh, choose between uh, authors or scientists. Let's go Authors. Authors uh alan would you like to guess the absolute in my opinion there's one uh that stands above all others and it's not even close as far as fame goes
0: oh yeah
1: uh grisham <laughs> todd who you got <laughs> <laughs> if,
0: we're, if we're going fame uh i would probably go with uh, hunter
1: yeah hunter s thompson i would go with that too is grisham from kentucky did you are you seeing that somewhere
0: i I just completely
1: (laughs) I I pulled that one out of the old butt and hope for the best i think he's
0: from mississippi actually
1: okay so yeah hunter s thompson i don't think there's any question about it um on that list diane sawyer uh wendell berry lots of pulitzer uh pulitzer winners that nobody would ever recognize their names but there are a lot of Pulitzer winners um and Diane Sawyer uh, gets on that list. And Helen Thomas, that's. Well, did, yeah. yeah. the super old woman, the White House correspondent. Yeah, yeah. Helen Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Covered 10 <laughs> presidents. Wow. As, as a White House correspondent. That's nuts. Yeah, that you're getting into Queen Elizabeth territory of <laughs> having domain right there. Yeah, I mean. That's crazy. Covered 10 different presidents. Um,
0: Don't forget about Larry Flint.
1: Oh, oh I had him I, written down. Well, We're
0: going to authors. Let's go, Larry Flint. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and let's get back to our hygiene problems. Yeah. Oh, there's some major problems there. Um,
1: <laughs> yes, and proud we are of him. Uh, yes. But, and, and can't, can't pass up Duncan Hines on the author list to everybody. Oh heck no, Duncan Hines. That's ours. Yeah. Uh,
0: cake, Al- cake mixes in a box. Yep, we got them.
1: <laughs> Alan, architects and artists or scientists? Uh, scientists. Oh, scientists. Slim Pickens. I got. I gotta, I gotta mm-hmm. say. Okay. I gotta say. Uh, All right. Thomas Hunt Morgan is, is the only name that I really recognized on the list. And I'm not saying that other people didn't do important things, but, uh, Thomas Hunt Morgan and, and we'll just move on from office scientists. Uh, John T. Thompson. What
0: about John, John Thompson invented the Tommy that's, gun. Man. That's
1: exactly. Yep. I was starting to say it invented the Tommy gun. Um, wow. Yep. And from, was he from Newport? I think he was maybe from Newport. Uh, and uh, newport has some uh some organized crime history for anybody that wants to look it up so uh let's go todd sports or political Uh,
0: let's go uh sports
1: sports unquestioned i like sports
0: and i don't care who knows the horse
1: (laughs) Dan Issel. I just wanted to say the horse. Sorry, uh, Alan Sports. Who's the unquestionable number one leader of all, uh, uh, in the clubhouse for sports from Kentucky? Yes, George Blanda. Boom. He <laughs> said it <Yeah. laughs> just like that. And it's not. It's not. Uh, I've I've seen Bill Shatner on uh, <laughs> Battle of the Network Stars, and it's definitely not him.
0: Not not Shatner. Um Pat Riley. Is
1: that who you going with? He's, well, not born here. Only only yeah. went to school here. You're going to kick yourself. You're going to kick yourself. I probably born am. in Louisville. Recently, Johnny, you recently died.
0: Oh, of course. <laughs> the the Will greatest Smith. man, Bill Smith. Everybody. Yeah, tag gone me. All right.
1: Muhammad, Muhammad Ali yes
0: Muhammad. yeah on it
1: uh so that's you know we don't need to say anything Muhammad Ali um, right yeah uh yeah
0: that's like that's basically that one right there would be like the other 49 states combined exactly yeah that's really the true the fact that I missed that just shows you how late at night it's
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll try to speed it up but you did hit on probably number two Johnny Unitas um and Pee Wee Reese is a Hall of Famer. Uh, Wes Unseld's yep. a Hall of Famer, and the Waltrips. Um, oh yeah. Uh, political, a big one, a big one. Todd, who is it? Who's on 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 the level?
0: Honest Abe. Honest Abe.
1: Uh, you nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. How can yeah you, How can you get bigger than Honest Abe? So take that. And then world world. Uh, Zachary Taylor also a president and we've got another, we've got another, uh, a, uh, infamous, uh, Jefferson Davis along with DW Griffith and Larry Flint.
0: Uh, <laughs> we'll put them in that category. Thanks a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and then, uh, military it's slim Pickens as well, but I'm going to, I'm going to give it to Colonel Harlan Sanders. There you go. Because he was. How a, can you not? He was a colonel.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, and he made the
1: craspiest crust. <laughs> craspy. That's right. It was craspy. Right. Uh, so that's pretty big. That's pretty big. And uh, I think that's it. I think that wraps us up, everybody. Of of famous Kentuckians. So, our top three. Our top three. Man. You got I think Muhammad Ali tops. Yeah, I think you've
0: named two of them here in the last mm-hmm. five minutes with Ali and Lincoln. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: yeah, that, that, yeah, those two would have to battle it out for the top. You're right.
1: Yeah. So for, for one thing, I'm going to say, so Ali, <laughs> and we heard this for a month straight just not too long ago, most famous uh, sportsman of all time probably. And uh, you heard – for years that he was the most recognizable human being on the planet for mm-hmm. a couple decades. Uh, like in, according to actual research, like he was the most recognizable human go to any country on the earth. People knew who Muhammad Ali was. Uh, so the greatest that speaks for itself. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, I'm saying the most beloved president. What do you all think? I think so too. Yeah. Probably
0: so. Yeah. I. I mean, when you talk about presidents, you talk about Washington.
1: Yep. And Lincoln. Yep. You know. And then you're, and then past those two, you're going maybe. Uh... Bill Shatter.
0: It's Bill Shatter right up there with the three of them. <laughs> the other two is Bill Shatter.
1: Yeah. You're going like your Clintons, your Reagans, um, but. It's, the, the the top tier is is washington and lincoln and i think lincoln's unquestionably yeah. the most beloved so i think so too so that's that's our top two who are we going number three uh overall Man, that's tough i'm um i think uh, do you have a vote i think we probably got to go jennifer lawrence
0: yeah well, the hygiene though, man.
1: <laughs> <Jesus. You know? laughs> man
0: I, just the not knowing. The I can't not knowing.
1: I can't wait to get her as a guest on the show. She's gonna be Yeah. Just <laughs> so we can clear up some of these dying to do it, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll bet. Um
0: Um What do you think? Yeah, having? man, it's it's tough to not pick her just because of the recent like mm. the run she's on for the last decade. And it looks to continue. Yeah. If uh, if Jennifer Lawrence, if Clooney had won a an Oscar by now in some form,
1: with all the humanitarian Mm -hmm. stuff he does, I I think he would definitely be a shoe in. Yeah, and yeah, Yeah. if if he weren't quite on the yeah on the back end as much as he is, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So let's. Um, Yeah. So should we call it then? Is that our three? Because Hunter S. Thompson, out of all the other categories we named, I think – I feel like he's the most famous out of all those other people that we named, um, apart from Ali and uh, and Honest Abe. Well, Colonel Sanders. Now, Colonel Sanders is probably more famous than Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, But I'm not going to give – And I really want Dwight Yoakam to be on that list, but I don't – I think he's got
0: a. I think he's got his niche audience. Yeah. like he's playing. He's playing uh, like convention centers in Somerset and stuff, <laughs> right. right?
1: So I don't know. So there you go, folks. Our three actors: Johnny Depp, Jennifer Lawrence, George Clooney. Tell us if you've got if you've got a threesome that can beat that. And then if there's another state that can compete with that top yes. three. and then yeah. overall. Overall, famous people uh, uh, across all genres and categories.
0: Abraham Lincoln,
1: uh, most famous, most beloved president of all time. Muhammad Ali, most recognized person on earth. Maybe the greatest athlete of all time, according to some. And Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Oscar-winning powerhouse. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, beat it, anybody! I dare you. Florida, Cali, New York, bring it on! Bring it on, anybody! Our tiny little state will smoke you. Just, just just on the shoulders of, like, we could just cut it down to two and give you three on Honest Abe and Ali, and I think we're still like that. The power of that fame, we're gonna sink you. You're not beating it, so there it is everybody we're better than you
0: and that's that's what we need you to know (laughs) but but please by all means like our show and comment yes (laughs) yeah so if you got anything you want to throw up against it let us know we'll debate it we'll tell you why you're wrong and uh and and then then that'll be the definitive answer on it all so um yeah good podcast guys well done
1: that was fun uh, Go,
0: Bill Shatner. <laughs> Go, Bill Shatner.
1: And and yeah, and and Shatner, thank us later if if the uh, you know, a hundred and fifty people or so show up at uh, Joseph Beth uh, yeah. at noon on a weekday to uh, eat And also, it. if Warren Oates is still alive, as he's not, then you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, your yeah. his family is it's, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah. It. <laughs>
0: Yeah. All right. Uh let's get out of here and let's do it again real soon. What do you say? Sounds good. All right. Appreciate you guys. And appreciate you all for listening and sharing and spreading the love with all your friends and family. Um tweet us uh tweet us your ideas at, at @wsf guys. Is that what it is or is it <laughs> Film? I think WalkSoply. @wsf guys is just our name. Yeah, right. Yeah. At Film. At Walks Off the Films, we probably need to come up with a Twitter for the podcast too. But uh, that's a lot to come up with, so or keep up with. But uh, yeah, tweet us your ideas of anything you might want us to do, or or get on our Facebook page, Walks Off the Films, uh, and and let us know some things you might want us to talk about on the podcast. We're open for suggestions, um, and we appreciate the feedback. So for uh, Todd Sheen. And Scott Stafford, this is Alan Martin reminding you to walk softly and talk hard. Well, I hope you come to see me in the movie Then I know that you will plainly see biggest fool that's ever hit the big time And all I gotta do is act naturally